acetone. Wisdom shared by the housewives and the occasional house husband of Scotland in the pages of the Sunday Post in the 1950s. Whatever will they make of it today? Merry Christmas and welcome to the Pass It On Christmas special. Steve, Chris and I are back at Tenement House in Glasgow and we are joined by Rachel again. Welcome back, Rachel. Hi, thanks for having me. Today... I thought we'd have got a no, ho-ho-ho from know. Steve out of that by Well, that I point. was waiting for the chance to insert my ho-ho-hos, but Connie you rattled on like a You can't do that in the post-me to era, Steve. You can't uh, insert do it, it then. A chance now. Ho, ho, ho. Do you not do that in one of the ad breaks? I do, yes. Mm. That very special ho-ho. Can we sing our song again? No. But the, the oh, song, come on. But, but if you follow us <laughs> on the, the Pass It On pod on Twitter or Pass It On Tips on Facebook, we will post our special <laughs> Christmas <laughs> single. I, I <laughs> <laughs> this Is it too late for the Christmas number one slot? It's We've Christmas actually number recorded <laughs> a Pass It On Christmas song. It's going to be amazing. It's awful. Uh, it's going to... What do you mean it's awful? Trouble the charm. Awful, but, but <laughs> why are we here, Connie? I have no idea. Steve, <laughs> do you want to give a crack at that question? We are at Tenement House because we are at the spiritual home of the Pass It On Tips. We are at a place where Miss Toward kept yes. Pass It On Tips because she was such a fan, like me, of the Pass It On Tips that she would cut them out and keep them, very much like me. In fact, there's pictures of her on the wall and she is very much like me. On a Saturday night. And Miss Toward, of course, this uh, is a National Trust for Scotland property in Glasgow. And uh, she lived in this house on her own. And in fact, if you listen to this episode, if this is the very first Pass It On you've listened to, go back a few episodes and you'll find the episode that we recorded here a few months ago um, where we investigated what the house was like and investigated what else Miss Toward had been up to. Yes. Small Just to interject, she was here with her mother That's until true. 1939. And then she lived here by herself from 1939 until 1965. Oh. What? Isn't it lovely, though, with the snow falling outside and happy it's memories... It's only rains in Glasgow. ...of missed out. Not that snow, I think you'll find. See that thing going by? That was Santa's sleigh. You had it's something you wanted to say about Santa. Is it too early? Well, I was just going to say, <laughs> it's a little bit too early. We haven't even had a tip yet. Steve, cue <laughs> up a tip while I tell my, my, my woke Santa fact. Which is my button? Your button's the red one here. Right, wait a minute. Till I, my Steve old eyes... Achieve, uh, achieve, adjust. Which one are you going to do? I'm so going to do the best one, so obviously. My, my woke Santa fact, which I was oh. about to do, is um, it's become a, a thing now, and I agree with this, and it had never occurred to me. So we now, this year, with our four-year-old daughter, will not tell her that all the presents came from Santa. We'll tell her that some presents came from Santa and the others came from her mum and dad. Do you know why? Does anybody else do this? No. Because Chris, if whoa, 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 stop! This is spoiling Christmas. No, even it's for not. Me. No, 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 no. Santa still brings my daughter some presents, but her mum and dad bring her other presents as well. And it's because if you are a well-to-do family, you can afford Santa to bring lots of presents, and then you're a poor family, and Santa can only bring some smaller presents. Then, uh, if you're that in that second family, you'll think, well, why does Santa hate me? Why does Santa not bring me as many good presents? Oh, come on! So actually, oh, giving some presents from Santa. Mm-hmm. And some from your mum and your dad evens that out. And I think that's a brilliant idea. So we're going to do that this year. I got presents from Santa and mum and dad. Spoilt. So I, I didn't. All my presents when I was a kid came from Santa. I don't think kids think as latterly as that. that, yeah, that they would do. Of course they do. Issue. She got more uh, than me. Oh, yeah. No, I, well, maybe not at four, maybe not. But, but, no. but at, you know, four, it's five, six, seven, eight, yeah, nine, Good time ten, to start in, in introduce, uh, introducing. And they'll get to the stage where uh, they think, well... 
little Johnny got a PS7 or whatever it is, uh, and I, all I got was a stick and a orange. But that's why Steve so would be quite happy with that. <laughs> Steve would be literally <laughs> cockahoop, <laughs> quite literally cockahoop. What's wrong with a, st- a st- well, actually, wait a minute. Let's rewind there. Stick in an orange. It was a stick in a circle to to run down the street in my clogged shoes. <laughs> let's have a tip, Steve. I'll press okay. the button for you. Since okay. you've got your hands full. Ready? Go. I don't think Chris pressed oh, the button as well on. as I do. The same elan <laughs> that Steve brings to the button pressing. Try it again. Go on. Much better. Old hula hoop. A hula hoop, no longer played with, is attractive, covered with Christmas decorations, holly and cards, and hung in the hall. Mrs Janet Crouch, 12 Seaton Street, Ardrossan. You feeling it, Rachel? I'm straight in here. Sounds quite festive. Do you think Miss Toward would have hung a hula hoop on the wall? I didn't know hula hoops were a thing. I don't think so. Which means... What what the... In you what didn't year? know hula well, hoops were a thing. Do they have sand in them or what? I don't know. Sand in them? <laughs> They've got some sort of weight in them. <laughs> I knew that like metal hoops that you would do. push around with a stick were a thing, but not hula hoops to me suggest like plastic, shiny, sandy things. God, why sand? Well, what's the weight in them? There's no weight in yeah, hula hoops. You're Sometimes when you like wad a hula hoop, that made a noise. Ooh. 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 That's, Whenever that's you've Exactly, I had one like that too, and you definitely get weighted one. There you go. I think that's a quite a sweet tip. It it seems very modern. What noise did it make? Do the noise. Steve, there asking the important journalistic questions (laughs) like that. Yeah, like that. So do it again. No, I can't. You've put me up. One time. Right, wait a minute. minute. (laughs) Luckily, Steve, you can listen back to this podcast. I hate hanging up cards. Oh yeah. Why? Mm -hmm. Because, well, Mum always had these card holder things that were fugly be honest yes <laughs> and I should point out, the reason that connie is perhaps a little <laughs> less forthright than she might order and ordinarily be is we don't we're not just recording in tenement house we actually have an audience well, mention that in front of well, us neither, in you tenement did. house. connie didn't mention that and among, mom's here. among the audience is connie's mum say hello hi connie's mum hello <laughs> uh, so we actually have uh a witness to I bear to your slagging yeah, off of your mum's card holders. I couldn't holders. bear the bad temper of trying to work out which size fits where and whose goes at the front and whose rubbishy one goes at the back. And oh, nah, it's not for me. Hanging up cards, I'm done. I'm not doing it. Did Miss Tower get a lot of cards? She did. She, she did. did. Yeah, a lot, lots of did cards. She? Yeah, she was Look, quite a sociable person. We've got them displayed around the house at the moment for Christmas. Ooh. They're actually very small, aren't they? Compared yeah. to the, the cards we would have today, they're, they're, they are. Not that much bigger than a photo, a six by four photo. In some cases, smaller. Mm. Yeah, I think our biggest one is sort of your average oh, size card in the About A five, yeah. yeah. Wow. But all of them are a lot mm. smaller. And were they from friends, work acquaintances? Um, a mixture, I'd say. Yeah. She's got some from uh, friends in Singapore, ones from Canada. Oh, oh I'm mm. bosh. Do we know how she made these friends in Singapore? Um, I think that they'd moved over to Singapore right, okay. rather than. She just made friends with them. Yeah, so yeah. probably people that she knew who'd mov- who had moved. It's the same with her friends in Canada. Um, so they'd sort of emigrated over there. And that's she a, just that stayed a, in touch. A big move, wasn't there, from, from Scotland to Canada especially mm-hmm. and to Australia into the, the, the colonies. Yeah, they, they went away and never came back. Yeah, I've Surprised? got family out in Toronto. Yeah, I've got family in America and some other place. Show us some more tippage, Steve. Tippage? If you insist. After the party, if your living room is heavy with smoke after a party, 
Put a basin of cold water in the room and leave overnight. The air is quite <laughs> fresh in the morning. No, it's not. <laughs> Mrs. I don't a. Gaunt, the science. Avils Hill, Kilburnie. Right, are you dissing, disrespecting the Sunday Post tipsters? Steve, they're I'm just waiting for an o- our older, older audience. I'm being all jolly today. Chloe's <laughs> 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 under instruction to be jolly. To jolly. Um, yeah, I, I thought you'd bump jolly. <laughs> so, so, so two things in that tip there. One, obviously, oh. if your room is hung with smoke, which would be quite rare these days. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, basin of water. I genuinely can't see how that would make the slightest difference. Evaporation. But the water so then moisture the air not in a Scottish house <laughs> in winter. Pass in Kilburnie. That was rubbish. Next no, one. I'm giving that one a fail. I'm afraid, Steve. <coughs> no, it's not. Do a we fail. have that they one? Never fails. No, no, they fair. never fails. They're just less wonderful than than others. Tinkle me again, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> less chance of fire with the Christmas tree. To minimise the risk of fire, oh, put a, good a idea. thick <laughs> layer of salt round the Christmas tree. In the tub instead of cotton wool. It looks just like snow. Mrs. E. Archer, 27 Salisbury Road, Hexthorpe, near Doncaster, wins a pair of towels for that. Do, do, does anybody remember having like uh, candles, actual candles on Christmas trees? No. I just Why do. on earth would you do that? Steve? And whose idea was no. that? No, well, that was never a thing. It was. It I was a thing because you get a fake one. And I just remember it. My, my parents had. Um, that was a hand up in the audience to say <laughs> there's people here who and remember. And profuse nodding. <laughs> so I remember I re- remember really clearly what it looked like. It was bent green wire in a little uh, coil with a drop and a weight in the end of it to keep the candle upright. You put the candles in. And I remember when oh. I was very young having mm. uh, actual candles in it. And I think they were even occasionally Imagine lit. taking the time to light them. Oh, but it could be the fire uh, risk there. Yeah. So but I love the fact wood, that... The, fire, the, tree. I love the fact that this was like... Um, to minimise the risk of uh, fire, don't put kindling in <laughs> 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 flammable material. I don't understand the salt. So that will also minimise chance of slugs. I don't know what it's got to so, do with so, salt. So it's what, they, what they want is they want something to look like snow. They want it to look festive. So they mm. would nor ordinarily have put uh, cotton wool around there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is suboptimal from a fire <laughs> safety point of view. So instead, they're doing salt, which would look like snow, but would not catch fire. So we agreed that's a good tip then. It's a reason. It's not yes. good. Yeah. It's like yes. it's <laughs> handy. Rachel, a lot of salt did, <laughs> did Miss Toward have a Christmas oh, tree? Yeah. Um, I wouldn't have thought so. Um, but th- this was the era when the Christmas tree began, right? The Victorian era. That's when uh, Albert uh, introduced the idea of Christmas did, trees. I believe. To yeah, he popularized the UK. it. Yeah. 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 But possibly not Miss Toward. Um, well, Christmas was um, not really celebrated as. Widely in Scotland, um, Hogmanay was <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hogmanay was a sort of big celebration, so she probably would have spent a lot more time. Um, Do you think she had a sort of up the hooses Hogmanay party or went out for shooting? Well, she is quite sociable. I think so yeah, she's yeah. quite a social person. So I would think that she would be. She's got all these partying. friends. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Christmas she might not come from Singapore. No. But it might come from Sucky Hall Street. No. I do love the notion of the sort of old-fashioned Glasgow tenement hugmany parties where you just wandered in with a bottle. I thought you'd been said, to one. <laughs> well, that's the, the classic <laughs> Billy Connolly sketch, isn't it? Of like, you just wander up down the street and hear where good parties yeah. were happening yeah. and mm-hmm. just wander in and you'd be welcomed in People with still arms. do that now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In Lethem. In Lethem. Do they? <laughs> yeah. They wander up and down the one street, do they? Go away. <laughs> Next. <laughs> 
Right, Steve? What do you mean next? Ready? Okay. <laughs> Ooh, actually, speaking of candles, this isn't. Kind of. Although it kind of is too. Get on Christmas with candles. This. Six years later. Well, if you'd stop interrupting, people's Christmas dinners will be going <laughs> cold if you don't carry on. Christmas candles. Cut a large potato in half. Oh, yeah. Lay the flat side down and make a hole in the top and insert a candle. <laughs> Put sprigs of holly all round and you have a very decorative pair of Christmas candles. <laughs> Surely that's just a waste of a waste of good, good potatoes. potatoes. <laughs> but you could be putting in your shoes. Right. FYI. Uh, oh yes, if you go back to episode eight or something, <laughs> you'll hear one, I think. Possibly right, be but one. If you didn't mm. have a Christmas candle holder, what would you do? What kind of commoner doesn't have a Christmas candle holder? I'll tell you exactly who. Morag Murray, 26 McAllister Avenue, Airdrie. Mm-hmm. I actually, I think this is a legit good tip. I, it does, like, on the, on, the <laughs> face, on the face of it, it is risible. <laughs> 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 Cutting tatties in half and sticking connels in them. But, but <laughs> it's something you could do quite quickly and easily. And, of course, we kind of lost the habit these days, but people did, and I still do, but not as much. We would just go out into fields and hack down bits of holly and mistletoe and... What do you tree mean you still things? Do? Where do you, and what tree does mistletoe grow on? A mistletoe tree, I'm afraid. I've never seen a mistletoe tree no, in it, my no, life. It's a parasitical it is, yeah. plant that grows on any so sort of tree. So why does everybody yeah. snog under it? Don't know. Um, it's to do with, uh, um, you know how the little droplet things are white? Mm. Well, that reminded people of snow and that reminded them of Christmas and they wanted to give each other a Christmas gift. Absolutely crit. made up. <laughs> yeah. But um, <laughs> while Steve is giving up another tip, you can have a think about uh, going and Googling that, dear listener, to get the actual answer for it. Can we also just discuss that on the way here last time, Steve told me that Rob Roy was famous for inventing cord Roy's, <laughs> <laughs> which... I didn't even address at the time because I knew it was fake news. <laughs> you did But so. now, no, I didn't address, I just ignored you as I do most of the time. But now, then I, re- I, I remembered, well, actually, Steve remembered on the way down the road. <laughs> and now I still don't know what he's famous for. Not very much, apparently. I like Rob Roy. I remember We're going to the museum. Rob Roy trousers. Yes, go away. Everybody I'd, knows that. I do like that tip. I think as a, uh, I think it's a good tip. It's I a think canny a sort of and um, yep. inventive. It embodies that inventive spirit of the era. Actually, can I just point out one thing that I didn't actually read out about that tip? There's a bracket in it <gasps> which says age thirteen. Oh, oh that's nice. Morag was age thirteen. Oh, we more. <laughs> and she's had this great idea. Oh, that's cute. Okay, take it back. Best tip ever. <laughs> <laughs> I say, okay, Rachel, as a um, dispassionate and independently minded person, do you think mm-hmm. that's a good tip? If she's 13, yeah, it's a good tip. <gasps> Burn! That's a hard. <laughs> oh, that's, yeah. that's a yeah. It's a bit of a Blue Peter tip, isn't it? Yeah, it's it very is, Blue Peter, yeah. isn't it? Did anybody ever make the Blue Peter thing with the coat hangers? I thought you were going to go either the famous Thunderbirds. No. Island or <sighs> uh, rocket with a fairy bottle. No, it was a advent candle holder. Was it made with a potato? No, obviously you guys are too young to remember. No, tell, us, tell us, tell us. It was made with four or maybe two metal <laughs> coat hangers. Was it two? It was two metal coat hangers, and you did them Steve's in the shape of questions on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is like this is like question time. It's quite good. He's got a sort of uh, external brain now that he can <laughs> consult people like me who can remember <laughs> real things. 
people Thank of you. a certain age. Quite right too. <laughs> anyway, it was a cross-shaped double coat hanger and you wrapped tinsel around it and hung it from the central light. Why? For what Because it was purpose? decorative. When people oh, used to is, make... Is that it? Literally a Scottish flag of tinsel. Did you put and bobbles on it? Did you put candles on it? You can you talk. Did. You can talk out loud. Can I? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, you did put candles. You and did put candles on it. One every week in the month running up so to you did. Christmas. So four. How did the candles stay facing upright? No With some salt, obviously. Clothes pegs and sticky back plastic, I should Close, do. Oh, you're right, clothes pegs were involved. Oh, of course sticky back plastic was involved. It was involved in every Blue Peter. <laughs> uh, anyway, press my button again. This one is good, in fact. My stomach is rumbling. Even though I've just had my large Christmas dinner, my oh. stomach is rumbling because of this. Leftovers. Mince <gasps> pies are as good as new if popped into the deep fat... For a few seconds, oh. taken out, sprinkled with caster sugar, covered with a pouring custard, <laughs> they make a delicious sweet. Miss L. Murdoch, 43 Wheatlands Avenue, Bonnie Bridge. Who died of a heart attack, age 32. <laughs> Deep fried mince pie. I'm on board. To be fair, I would try that. Yeah. I would go for that. Yeah. Yeah. Do I do enjoy a deep fried pickled onion. We've discussed this before. You've tried I to convince. I honestly can't get over how good they are. Tried to convince Steve of, of the probity of deep fried pickled onions before. I'm going to bring some next time. Actually, let's go and find some on the way home. Can I uh, offer an uh, on Christmas Day? <laughs> can I offer a fifties style uh, pass it on tip? Except it wouldn't have worked in the fifties. Uh, to do with refreshing your uh, baked goods, as has been suggested there. Who else here knows the trick of microwaving bread cake to make it not stale? Yeah, because it, it makes it soft and soggy. First. No. <laughs> but it's magical. What? Uh, somebody Does it get rid of the mould? Somebody told me a couple... No. Well, not then. From, not from, I suppose <laughs> it would zap the mould, so possibly not quite so virulent. But no, if you've got stale bread or stale cake or like a, a stale croissant, Steve, I know you enjoy a, 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 a croissant. Pan chocolate. Pan chocolate. Like, don't start. <laughs> <laughs> They're not croissants Brioche. anyway. They're croissants. <laughs> or crescents, as my Aberdeen, Aberdeen family would call them. Anybody who says croissant is being pretentious. <laughs> I can be I can be pretentious as you like. Um, but but it works. If you've got some old baked goods, second microwave, ten seconds, and suddenly it's soft and pliant once again. Ready to be mangled. Well, why do you think we should just deep fry them from now on? I do like I, 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 I genuinely quite like the idea of a deep fried mince pie. That's though. horrendous. Yeah, I do, I it do. does sound good. I've say this it year does. I found um Marky's mince pies from their collection range. Mm. Very nice. Yuck. I hate Christmas Yes, pies. but when you're Do looking you? out your oh. castle window down at us plebs <laughs> toiling in the fields, we don't have that. To make my mince pies for me. Throw us some after they've been microwaved. So what kind of things would Miss Toward have done at Christmas or, e or eaten at Christmas, do you think? I imagine she would have had a lot of alcohol. A lot of sweeties. My kind of girl. Yeah, me too. That's what it says. Like. Uh, we have a, um, a catalogue here. Um, from 1932, it's a manual in Webster. Um, this comes from the collection. It's a list of um, chocolates, um, of um, sort of meat that you bought. It's, it's like the Marks and Spencer's Christmas yeah. catalogue. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's exactly that. what it is. That is in remarkably good condition. How old is that? Isn't it? That's 1932. Wow. wow. That is 87 years. It's beautiful. So it's mm -hmm. a it's a well A5ish uh, booklet. It is black type with occasional red or dark orange uh, highlights, two tone printing. Uh quite long. There must be oh 
24 pages? Yeah, maybe? something like that. Yeah, there's a lot to it. 20 pages close. 20 pages. Yeah, there's even an advert for six foot giant tug of war crackers. <laughs> <laughs> Are they like. <laughs> girls it, have a go at that. As in crackers, as in, as in Christmas crackers, or as in Jacob's cream? <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to be the latter, Connie, but. <laughs> <laughs> like, Connie. No, Christmas crackers, not like food crackers. Like It's a food catalogue, to be fair. Six foot long. <laughs> Jacob's <laughs> cream cracker. You just sort of munch your way through it. It's like an advent calendar. Like those big Jaffa like cake boxes you get now. Yeah, yeah exactly. Meter long Jaffa cake They do cake exist. Boxes. Isn't Connie's world odd? It's a lovely the place things that go on. I bought I, two I, meters I, of pot noodles. I do quite want to live in her world. I don't. <laughs> However, those sort of things you think of as very modern, whereas obviously a six foot Christmas cracker. Mm. They had good ideas back in the old days, didn't they? Didn't they? That's a lovely they? idea. I, I, I'm not sure I would um, indulge in the six foot Christmas cracker tug of war, well, especially not after the amount of ginger wine that Miss <laughs> Tyrod yeah. would have uh, stowed away. I'm going to see if you can get a six foot Christmas cracker now. Let's take a wee break. Ho, ho, ho. The Pass On books make the perfect gift for Christmas, or even any other time of year, especially for your favourite older relative who will find lots in there that they'll recognise. You can get 20% off the Pass It On books at dcthompsonshop.co.uk by using the discount code THRIFTY at checkout. And, as Santa famously always says, check the episode notes for details and terms. Here's your bonus ad break tip. If you're covering coat hangers for Christmas gifts... Try this. After padding, wind with tissue paper, then cover with material. This little extra effort gives a crisp and professional finish. Welcome back, dear listener. I am going to do something that somebody should have done years ago. I I know you'll (laughs) have finished watching the Morecambe and Wise Christmas special now, so... Watch Her Majesty. Been, been upstanding. Indeed. Uh, even if sitting, be upstanding. Um, so, I am going to save your Christmas, if it needs saved. Because I'm going to give you tips that are still useful today for Christmas, and that will improve your Christmas experience. Big claims, little man. What do you have for <laughs> us? See, when we talked about a six-foot cracker. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a six-foot cracker, sort of. Four foot nine. Technically, I should be driving with a booster seat. Anyway. Tip number one. Tip number one. To save your Christmas. It's kind of about saving your Christmas later on, right? Right. Come on. Tinsel. If your last year's tinsel or next year's tinsel for your Christmas decorations has become tarnished, dip it in silver cleaning liquid and rinse in clean water. It comes up sparkling. Mrs. A.B. Allen, Stafford House, Dunbar... Now, I put it to you that everybody's Christmas tinsel would be better if clean. <laughs> I absolutely hate tinsel. <laughs> it gives me a bit of fear. Yeah, I'm a little tinsel. bit, little bit, not scared Connie, of it. People but are sitting at home looking at their own Christmas tinsel and now feeling judged. No, yeah, and no. Worried. You do you if you want to put tinsel up, but I personally am a little bit scared of tinsel. How can you not, wh- wh- not scared of it, but just get, you know, like, it's like wet paper towels. Oh, make me sick. What's wrong with wet paper <laughs> towels? Get, it really makes bring, me feel can, unwell. Can I bring us back, because we've got off topic incredibly quickly, <laughs> even for us. Um, that, that's a reason we're tip, but like, that silver clean solutions, a wee tiny wee pot, pot. you put a ring into. You could dilute your silver cleaning liquid. So Doesn't say that. Homeopathic 
yes. pencil cleaning. Uh-huh. But, okay, theoretically, leaving uh-huh. the amount of silver cleaning fluid aside, having clean tinsel and refurbished tinsel... Shall we t- tell them about buying more tinsel? Yes, yes but, but in the 1950s, the buying of tinsel was not as it is today. People only bought. You do know a that people must think tinsel. you're about six hundred years old. Because <laughs> well, I remember the nineteen fifties. You don't remember the nineteen fifties. I remember what it was like though for people who lived. What year were you that born year. in? I was born in nineteen sixty-three. Yeah, so you don't remember the. Yeah, 50s. but my mother and grandmother and grandfather they retained the values mm. of the nineteen fifties. Okay, are there, and are I there, grew up in a household like that. Are there any hints, Rachel, in a tenement house of Christmas decorating? Yeah, not necessarily tree. No, not yeah. necessarily, no. We've decorated in sort of style that we would expect of the era. Yeah, so as we walked up um, the tenement mm-hmm. close, we saw paper chains. Yeah. <laughs> Garlands. Oh, speaking of paper chains. Twelfth night. If paper, streamers, bells, etc. are folded in their natural creases, put between two sheets of greaseproof paper, then put through the mangle... They retain their freshness for next time. Mrs. E. Durant, 17 Lilburn Street, Churton, North Shields. If ever there was a tip, it was absolutely wonderful. Not only does it involve greaseproof paper, it involves the mangle and being wonderfully thrifty, parsimonious about... Do you guys remember the bells that you used to get that used to fold out? I remember those. And some of them were shaped like... Pears with for no yeah, good reason. with them sort of uh, lettuce, uh, lettuce work. Oh, yeah. like Chinese lanterns, kind of. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, my granny had those, with like diamond shapes yeah. in between the folds. Yeah. Which mm-hmm. a way to make me feel really old. Yeah. My granny. My granny. No, I just remember them. My granny. They were my parents, but yeah. they were in my granny's house. Well, they in my youth, whenever it was, they used to get trotted out year after year and hung up, mm-hmm. and they become ever more bedraggled. But Mrs. E. Durant, 17 Lilburn Street, Churton, North Shields, has just saved the Christmas of everybody who's listening to this. Why was it necessary to mangle them? To make them flat again, and because it oh, was fun to put everything in <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking of little little sort of 2D, 2D things, almost like sort of paper hats, not that literally that, but I'm thinking about that, but actually we're talking about these big fold-out 3D things, yeah. and you want to like tamp them down again before you go. I'm still not convinced that Steve's saving either this Christmas or not next Christmas. any Christmases <laughs> at well, all. No, but people will be... Right, okay, okay, tell you what, I'll save this Christmas then. For safety. When the glass balls come down from the Christmas tree, it is sometimes difficult to pack them away safely for a whole year. Try using a cardboard egg container. They yeah. fit snugly just like eggs. That's Mrs M. Glenn, 21 Amersfield Place, Long Nidri. I actually bought a container bag thing from Amazon that has several layers. And it, no, no, no. You know, Steve, you're like a Christmas card. You're always greeting. <laughs> I've been trying so hard to get that in. That was Connie's Christmas joke. It doesn't get any better. Just switch off now. That's just um, this podcast and get nothing like a good joke. And, and that was you nothing like a good, a good joke. joke. Anyway, you wouldn't have had to do that. Because you could have just bought lots of eggs, used the eggs, and, and then yum. used the... You didn't tell me in time. Ah, fair point. Right, okay, I would talk You're about telling you in time. All right, do you have a Swiss roll stuffed about your person <laughs> anyway? <laughs> it's not a euphemism, he's actually asking if you've got a roll do you? of... Not because I'm familiar I can, with. I can improve that Swiss roll. For a party, 
stand a Swiss roll on end, covered with glassy icing, allowing it to run down the sides to look like wax. Then tint a piece of marzipan red to represent the flame and stick it on the top. <laughs> this is Siv Rick. Stick it on the top. Turf. What is that? I can't stop <laughs> we've just we've we've lost Connie once again, folks. I mean, that's a quite a sweet idea. In I fairness. love that. Come on, guys, I absolutely love that. What's it's the point? Well, to make a sort of decorative edible so, candle. Yeah, guys, this is one that would make any party you've ever been to go better. It would be lit. It would be <laughs> lit. What? So we've explained so, this before. Stop I it. do like the idea. So the, the, like, I know we're, we're slightly. Um, uh, we've ramped up even the taking of piss with uh, the, the tip <laughs> of the special here tenement house. But but there's there's something genuinely, isn't there, sweet about the inventiveness and yeah, and, and the, the and we're gonna we're, we're gonna make the very best of what we've got and make mm-hmm. it special. So. 364 days of the year, you might have bought a Swiss roll, or sorry, made a Swiss roll, oh. beg your pardon, <laughs> made a Swiss roll and just consumed it uh, in the accepted style in the modern fashion. But but by sticking it on its end and putting a bit of big marzipan on the top, you've kind of made it into it's something cute. a bit sweet. I do, I, I respect that. Yeah, it's, it's cute, cute but it's just so, like, so what's the point? I expect, Rachel, you might be the youngest among us, and thus oh, the most like <laughs> Connie's furious at the con- <laughs> How old are you, Rachel? 25. Oh, so oh yeah, that's there fine. You go. Connie still Definitely. wins. <laughs> Always. Still wins the youngest. Um, I was going to say, I, I know that um, uh, there's still a big trend, uh, or rather there's an emerging big trend of younger folks being much more crafty these mm-hmm. days. Do you or any of your friends do sort of crafty stuff? With Swiss rolls. Yeah. With Swiss rolls or otherwise. I'm not like the best at crafty things. Um, I usually leave it to my sister to do that because she was always the best at it. But um, yeah, a lot of my friends are trying to move towards post-consumerist yeah um, instead of just you know buying stuff in chucking it out buying the same stuff next year yeah you know what would help with that oh god (laughs) (laughs) i pass it on tips book (laughs) you gotta get your sales in where you can you know but what steve did and recycle other people's hard work (laughs) that's very literally conscious (laughs) <laughs> but there is something really nice about it, and there's a real resonance there between the people of the 1950s that we're always talking about and 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 today's modern, especially womanhood, I think, um, which is which is people being rejecting that consumerist thing that, that that rose up 20 or 30 years ago, and actually being much more hands-on and creative and inventive. It's only been since the Pass It On Tips book came out that <laughs> people have been doing that. I started it. Trail. Anyway, anyway, I've got a mouth-watering tip. Hit my button. This is actually good. Roasting. When roasting meat or a Christmas fowl, I find it best to cover with several thicknesses of cheesecloth and baste over it. Done this way, it comes from the oven juicy and tender. Mrs. A. Southerl, Hythe, Alberta, Canada. What's she doing writing to the Sunday Post? Because oh, we've talked about it before. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We Sunday have Post all over the Canada, world. Okay. But having said that, a... Covered in cheesecloth, then with the juices What's basted on top. It's a sort of oh, uh, okay, yeah, 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 stringy stuff. Kinda, yeah, yeah, thin stuff. But that would have retained the the moisture on top, doesn't that? That makes my turkey there it is there on the table there. That makes my <laughs> turkey pale in comparison because mm. it's nothing like as juicy and I as like a Christmas redolent Christmas, Christmas fowl, not just a Christmas uh, bird. Oh uh, well, yeah, but Christmas of course, fowl. yeah. Uh, I don't. I think turkey is a relative. So it is more. So it would have been goose. Certainly, in Miss yeah. Towers' mm-hmm. day, um, if you were uh, you well off enough. I've had. Have you had goose before, oh. Connie? 
I've had it once. Where do they get them from? Because uh, do they not go to Africa this time of year? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they bring I them over on six feet. Know crackers. how to answer? <laughs> <laughs> they do. I hear some, them. Yes, flying. Some, some geese, but the farmed geese that you oh, eat. Okay, 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 okay. okay, <laughs> okay. We got the wings clipped. But I've, I've had it once, and it was it was absolutely delicious. Was it? It was like really really fine beef. And in the audience had. Goose before, They're one nod, one shake. So it's 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 a fair even <laughs> split. It's so nice though. I really recommend it if you ever get the chance. But they're really big burns and very expensive oh, these like days. Oh, like a big bird. <laughs> We're gonna give us. Uh, <laughs> let's see. How many more you got to go, Steve? We see at least get, two. So we see if we can get at least two in before the end right, of the show. Right, quickly. No mucking about. I'll try. Christmas parcels. I work at a post office counter. Here are my tips for wrapping Christmas parcels. Don't tie them with string of different thicknesses knotted together. Don't use paper that's been through the post a few times already. Try to have parcels well balanced. Bracket. I've seen many with a heavy item bursting through. Close bracket. If possible, put parcel in a cardboard box before final wrapping. And that is signed Postmistress. Because they didn't want to give her real name <laughs> because, because she, she was giving vilified. away secrets <laughs> of the post office. That's brilliant, isn't it? That's just somebody who just is sick of it all. Yeah, <laughs> <She's> like, <laughs> sick of saying the same things day in, day out. A Do bit like how I feel with you, Steve. To be fair. <laughs> Do you know what's I'm funny? I'm taking that as a compliment. I know you mean it to yeah. me. Well, what's funny as well is we quite often talk about how these tips have got a certain voice to them, a certain feel they to them. Do. Oh, that yeah. one doesn't. That's no, been, I think that it was, does. I think that one's been printed verbatim from Postmistress. Yes. I know. Uh, well, yeah, but then I think it's like very like, like yeah. firm. Yep. Yeah, None of the, the whimsical quality. That, no, that, that no, that like straight to the point, no mucking about. Right. From the extremely practical to the somewhat frivolous. Artificial berries. If your holly has no red berries, make them of a red modelling wax, pierce them with a pin and fix them to the stems of your holly. Mrs A. Cowan, 103 North High Street, Musselburgh. Would we have had modelling wax to hand? From well, Baby Bells. I think that's possibly <laughs> the <laughs> most... <laughs> you could do a lot with Baby Bell yes, wax. You could, but not in the 1950s. No, but nowadays, see, you could save Christmas because I could make me some red berries out of Baby Bells. Have you? Would you consider doing that? If it lets me eat Baby Bells, probably. <laughs> it's a. It's actually... A, like I can see you doing that. Why I can not? see you just... We've got to get some Baby Bells in. I need to make some red berries. Need to make some berries from a holly. <laughs> But doesn't that speak of a totally different era of Christmas yeah, when does. things were a lot, lot different? Lot she she couldn't get holly with berries on, so she made the berries herself just yeah. to, to jolly up her Christmas. And that's it's the cute. thing. I bet you that's the sort of thing that Miss Toward had to do. Um, actually, Rachel, what would Miss Toward have got for her Christmas? We have a list of objects or things that she got for her Christmas in 1898. Wow. Yes. Quite so that's that, is that from her notebook? Uh, yes, yes. Uh, so she got a chatterbox book, um, which was kind of like short stories, um, a dictionary, uh, a bottle of perfume, some oranges. Oh, fancy. And a new Sonic. dress. Aww. Aww. With that, so was that after her mum had died? What no. 
No. So would the would the new dress have been from her mum, who was a seamstress? From, yeah, I imagine so. Yeah. yeah, she would have made it for her. That's a that's a lovely gift to give. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's superb. Yeah. Would, would that be nice to get get gift to get from your mum, Connie? No, a, a handmade Don't dress. Don't bother, mum. <laughs> and her mum must have sat up in this very room. Yeah. Making yeah. that I dress yeah. isn't in eighteen ninety eight. That's one hundred and twenty something years ago. Yeah. Next year, you're all from me. You're all getting handmade gifts. There yeah. you go. You're well, getting bugger off. That'll so. be our first. <laughs> <laughs> I would like You'll a Swiss roll shaped like a candle. <laughs> no problem. However, before we leave this, see reading out that list and coming here again. See if you're stuck for something to do this Christmas or this Christmas era. You should come to the Tenement House absolutely. Museum. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely superb sitting here and thinking about how things were in the past and how things were in your parents' day and your grandparents' day, but actually sitting in the room with the atmosphere around and just this entire place. In the, in the I twilight of this room. Honestly love it. Yeah, yeah. But Rachel, honestly, I love it. Thank you for letting us come here. You're very welcome. Absolutely. Thank Again, you. we'll be back 100% soon. Join us next time for more genius or possibly madness from the households of Scotland in the 1950s and for more nonsense from us here in Scotland today. Merry Christmas! Hiya, it's Chris here with a little personal appeal on behalf of Connie, Steve and me. We so love making this podcast and we hope to keep doing so for a long time to come, but we need your support to prove that it's worth doing. Now, there are three ways you can help us keep making episodes. The first, and the one that makes the biggest difference, is by buying the books. They're stuffed with hundreds of fascinating, clever and occasionally downright daft tips. And as Steve said, you can get 20% off with a discount code THRIFTY at dcthompsonshop.co.uk. Next, spread the word. Tell your pals to listen if you think they'd love it too. And if you tag the Pass It On pod on Twitter or Pass It On Tips on Facebook, we'll see you and we'll give you a big virtual kiss. And lastly, subscribing, rating and reviewing the podcast, especially if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, help other people discover it when they're browsing and looking for things to listen to. Anyway, thank you so much for listening. Even if you do none of that, we still love having you. See you next time.